Today is March 24th. It's Friday. We are only five games away in less than a week from opening day. It's time to make our 2023 picks and predictions. It's the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Yins guys, thank you for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast, where we talk all about the Pittsburgh Pirates and that. My name is Josh, and I'm joined by my brother Jake. What's up? Friday. Hey, man. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. It's Friday. It's, it's Friday. Friday! Get in the Friday mood. Yeah. It is Sunday for us, <laughs> as most of you know, but we are... Very excited for this. Um, premature and yet still not predictions episode um, based around the teams and, you know, MLB stuff. You know how we like to do every year. Mm-hmm. Um, last week, I think I said some things like, well, this is what second, what second year, first year. What, what, how many times have we done this? We've done this for every year we've been a podcast. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is our third picks and predictions so never gets easier no but you know and i don't have this the the numbers from last year on how we did but i i mentioned on monday's episode that we weren't all that bad on the like picking the standings and everything and i think this year was really it's for me it's difficult whenever i can't go against what the picks are because it feels too easy Mm -hmm. and that's this year it feels so easy and yeah. you know that it's not going to shake up. That you hope it doesn't shake up that way, but it feels right. like we know. Yeah. And so there's not there's not very many differences between the two of us. As I, I did write them down before, so I already know his his picks. But um, I thought it was uh, you know what I I was sitting here thinking right when I was doing the intro, and I was like, oh, I wanted to have that pulled up, and I don't have it pulled up, and now I forget what it even was. <laughs> That's how bad it is. I was like, oh, man, I want to pull that up so that we had that. I can still pull it up whenever we get going. So I didn't. So that's awesome. We're good to go. Um, <laughs> we're going to pick MLB standings. We're going to pick our World Series pick. We're going to do Rookie of the Year, Cy Young, MVP, which those ones to me are the most impossible. Um, and then obviously we're going to do our Pirates win totals and our team milds and wilds. And I officially know what I wanted to bring up. So we're good. I'll bring them up. Um, I do have some some updates from last week. From last week's uh, player predictions, uh, I just need to find them. But we got some, some comments here on Twitter. We've got uh, Douglas Ford, who's always talking with us. Um, he's got a mild prediction that Swaggerty and CSN end the year as starters. So we just talked about that on Monday, how they may start the year as starters. Uh, but he's got them ending the year. And his wild prediction, I love this one. He's got Swaggerty going 2020. Ooh. 20 homers, 20 steals. I love that one. He hasn't even tried to steal a base yet in spring. But you know he can. Yeah, you know he can. So I like it. See. I like it. 
We've got some other ones. I don't know if there was anybody else that threw them out on Twitter, but there was a YouTube uh, prediction here, and I need to I need to find my way to the video here. Hopefully, it doesn't start playing. It did. It did. I stopped it. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Ryan Hunt on YouTube. His mild is Mitch Keller has a sub 3.50 ERA and wilds with a Z, which means you know it's wild. Reynolds bats <laughs> 300 with 30 homers fighting for a big contract. <laughs> so he's got him fighting I for like one. It. He doesn't have him with one in hand yet. Who knows what the next week holds if anyone signs any kind of extension. Could it be yeah. Reynolds? Could it be Cruz? My goodness. Could it be Mitch Keller? You yeah, call I mean, him, you call him for one contracts. of them? Yeah, I think one of them gets done. I do. There you go. So those were the two. If there was another one, guys, if you sent me one and I didn't just say it just now, I apologize. But I do not. Um, I have so many notifications. You guys have been awesome on Twitter lately, so <laughs> it's been a lot of communication. And so if you did send me one, I... I I apologize. I should, I should write those down immediately upon getting them. And in the past I have, but I didn't this time. So I apologize, but here we are. We've got some, uh, we've got some picks to make on Friday. Friday. I just feel like we should just be playing music like the whole episode because it's Friday. Like just drill it in here, man. It's Friday. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Let's start off with MLB standings. And of course, we're going to start with the American League because nobody likes the American. I'm just kidding. AL East. <laughs> Who do you got in the AL East? Duh, the Yankees. The Yankees. Uh, it's not a duh for me because it's... I really thought Toronto was going to put something together this year in my head. Not that they won't because I still think they can. I really wanted to pick them. The Yankees, when I started seeing like, oh, Bader's not going to start the season. Um, the lefty that they just, Rodon's not going to start the season. Somebody else is hurt. And I thought, I'm not going to pick the Yankees. Then Anthony Volpe is like making a bet or making a push to really get on this team. Mm -hmm. And I think if he does, I think it could be a difference maker. Um, But ultimately the Yankees are, they're just that good right now. And so I think by the time they get those guys back, I think you're going to see, what what's there is, is going to be good enough. So um, yeah. the, uh, the fan graphs projections here, which I think they're very like even keel. I think they try to balance this pretty well because they've got the Yankees at 92 wins and the blue Jays at 89. And I'm, I don't really know like how they do this, but like 93 wins is the best any team is. And nobody loses on their projections. Nobody loses more than, well, they've got the Rockies losing 98. But still, 93 wins for the top team, like it's just not going to play out that way. There will be a yeah. team that will separate, probably a few that will be bigger yeah. than 93. AL Central, what do you have here? I got the White Sox finally pulling it out. So I picked the White Sox last year. I really thought that I liked what I saw from them. They're pitching, blah, blah, blah. I trust Cleveland more. And I kept looking at it, and I was like, the White Sox are going to be the same thing they were last year, I feel like, where it's feast or famine. They're either going to blow up and they're really going to do well or they're going to struggle. They lost a big first baseman that I think is a really tough loss. I talked to a buddy of mine who's a, who's a Cleveland fan, big Guardians guy, and he 
he straight up said Minnesota's the team to beat, and he thinks that the Guardians will be in second. And I was kind of surprised by that because I still like their team, and pitching-wise, they're still really good. Um, adding Josh Bell, to me, was a big move. And if he if he goes out and just has like a good year, that's a huge like that's exactly what Cleveland needed. Yeah. So for me, I just trust them more, even though Jimenez could struggle and you know what I mean? Like the, some of those guys on their second year, you just don't know what you're gonna get from them. And so you, but they still have Jose Ramirez. They added Josh mm-hmm. Bell, and that pitching is so good. Yeah. Uh so I I don't hate it. Yeah, I'm I'm there. I'm there with. I just trust them the most, and the and Fangraphs has them in first with like 84 wins. Give me 86, and it, and it might do it. But then again, the White Sox or the Twins, I think they're the same. I think they could blow up and take over. But I think I trust that Cleveland will be around 84 to 86 wins. I don't yeah, think I it. Just, <clears throat> I don't think it I changes them. But one of those other teams might jump up and win 90. I don't. I don't see the Twins being that team. I, I think it's. I think it's between the White Sox and the Guardians, to be honest. Okay. Um. So the AL West, we both have Houston. I'm just gonna say that one. I, I talked about the cent- <laughs> AL Central a little bit more because the other ones are easy. Um. We also are very similar on the AL Wild Card. We both have Toronto in the first spot, Seattle in the second spot, but our third spot is different. Um. So my friend Josh that I talked to convinced me that Minnesota was better than I thought. And so I'm going with Minnesota here as much as I wanted to go with what's your team? I got the angels finally (laughs) pulling this out because (laughs) I think the only shot that they have to re-sign Otani is if they can make the playoffs. The only, I don't think they have a good shot, even if they make the playoffs but I think they're going to put forth the effort to make the playoffs because I think they know that's the only shot they got. You also just don't want to waste this. So I've picked the Angels the last two years to make a push. I really want to see Mike Trout and Shohei and the whole deal in the postseason. So I refuse to pick them this year. Maybe I'm the problem. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going with Minnesota here, and there is part of it because I want to see the Angels win, and every time I believe, they let me down. The other side is, like I said, because he kind of talked me into, as we talked through the lineup and everything, I was like, yeah, I can see them doing well. I mean, sure, you traded Luis Arise, but man, do I like Pablo Lopez. Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe. All right, let's go to the National League. National League East, I think this is... um, this is the Mets race to lose. I think that everybody has written more than enough about what they've done. Who do you have? I got Atlanta. So do I. <laughs> They're just they're all slow and steady, man. They're so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was like, certainly the Mets are going to run away with this. And then you look at Atlanta and you're like, geez, Louise, like they're just not. They're not, I mean, yeah. Atlanta's, they've been good. They'll still be good. Mm-hmm. When I looked at my MVP pick, I wrote three Braves down. <laughs> and it, never mind. We'll get there. I, Dude, they're just so good. And I think they're consistent all the way through. They're deep. They're, 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 they're my team still. They're my team still in that division right now. NL West. 
Padres. Yeah, this is the first year I'm not going to pick the Dodgers on this too, because to me, I mean, it's it's no question what the Padres have done. I mean, mm. that it's unbelievable to have that many superstars playing on the same team. Yeah, I mean, without even Tatis, which they will get him back. Right. I mean, Soto, Bogarts, Machado. I'm missing one. There's one more Machado, big Bogarts, Soto. Um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. The other guy. Musgrove gets back. He's going to be really good. Um, man, I, this is the year that I think they actually put it together. Now, it doesn't mean that putting together all of these stars is always going to work out, but it is. Tatis is the other guy. We just, we just weren't thinking of it. Um, but man, I just, I don't know. I just think this is it for them. Let me see. Who do we got here? <laughs> Nelson Cruz mixed in there. Um, Darvish, Snell, Musgrove, Waka, Nick Martinez. And then there's still some guys. Josh Hader, Suarez, Luis Garcia. I mean, that they're pretty, they're a pretty filled team. Mm-hmm. But they are led by that superstar power. If they, if Bogarts, Machado, and Soto all have really good years, like, geez, Louise, how do you, <laughs> how do you, like, the Dodgers actually don't have that right now. They could, they could. Who's number three? If Muncie bounces back, yeah, maybe. If Will Smith has a another really good year and bumps his production up. Oh, Will a Smith bit. will have a good year, but he's a catcher. He doesn't play every day. He does. He hits every day. That's true cuz they can DH with him. And they Miguel do. Vargas they if if Miguel Vargas shows up as a as a rookie of the year type guy, Trace Thompson continues to get better. Mm. Julio Urias certainly can't continue to to do what he's doing, but they still have Cindergard, Dustin May. They they're kind of a little bit thin now that Gonsolin hurt, is yeah. hurt a little bit. So, uh, yeah, I'm still going San Diego here. Mm-hmm. But the Dodgers are just, they're well-rounded. They always play well. So it's not like they're going to run away with it. And S- San Diego has maybe some, I don't know. I, I just think they're they're a really good team. Yeah. What were they last year? How far were they out of that? They won 89. And the Dodgers won 111. Dodgers are not doing that again. No. They've got them at 91 and 87. I think they're both really high. I think the Dodgers are not going to not win 90 games with the team that they have. They're going to win 90 games. I just have the mm-hmm. Padres lighting fire at one point and taking over that. All right. We're moving on. We both picked San Diego, which was kind of... I really thought there would be a, a couple things that we'd be different on. Um, there is something we're different on in the NL Central standings. Um, so I'll do mine first. Uh, I have St. Louis, Milwaukee, Chicago, Cubs, Pittsburgh, and Cincinnati. I think Pittsburgh and Chicago have the ability to be close, but then again, I don't know. The thing about Chicago for me is I have their ceiling around 84 wins, but their floor could be they could be below the Pirates. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll I'll let you call yours out. Yeah, I have St. Louis, Milwaukee, the Pirates, the Cubs, and then the the Reds. So you're in that you're in that where you think they're going to hit the floor. Yeah. But I but I think they're going to I think the Pirates and the Cubs will be pretty close. And so later think, on you're going to see his wins prediction so you'll see where yeah. where he thinks the Cubs are going to be as a result of that. Um and maybe I just won't 
say what I think just to save that kind of there. I think the Reds are a little bit behind in that category than the other two. Um, I think the Cubs could be like a cushion away from the Pirates, or they could be close. So, mm-hmm. um, and then our wild cards. Who do you have in the wild card? And we decided before that we we did the Toronto, Seattle, and then the Minnesota, and we decided we would go ahead and do them in the order that we think they're going to go in. Um, so, you know, at the end of the season, we'll say that we didn't if we have them a little bit out of order. <laughs> <laughs> I got Philly, the Mets, and the Dodgers. And I have the same three teams, but I have the Mets and, and the Phillies mixed. I think the Mets are still very good, and I think they're still going to be pushing 100 wins along with Atlanta. They are going, they're going to be the two best teams in the National League, in my opinion, and then San Diego, and then I think the Dodgers and Phillies are going to be very close, and it depends on which one which team can go on a run. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cardinals in the mix there, too. Just, just completely crapped on the Cardinals just now. <laughs> like everyone You're just else, like is everybody doing. else, the, the, like Fangraphs, every other woman in my life. <laughs> the Cardinals have. Um, if anyone knows what that is, I'll, I'll send you a bunch of money. Um, Why would the, you do that? I would say that. I mean, they don't know what a bunch is to <clears throat> me, but I'll do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would love you forever for sure. Uh, the Cardinals, they have them at like 86 wins. I, like, I just, I don't know why everybody likes to write this team off. They do things the right way. They have a stacked outfield, in my opinion. Like, if Jordan Walker is anything like what they think he could be, that adds four guys with Tyler O'Neill and Dylan Carlson and, and, uh, help me out. I'm terrible with names on the spot. So, you you I've already told you this. I know. I just read them. Um, Lars Newbar. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just think they're really good. Juan Yepes, they they were playing a lot of DH. He could still do that. Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt were, like, basically which one's going to win the MVP last year. And yet they're playing on this team that everybody says they're not that good just because they don't like their starting pitching. But, like, dude, that lineup is ridiculous. I mean, Tommy Edmond's a good hitter. He's a better second baseman. I'd like him better if he was my starting second baseman rather than shortstop. But if the Cardinals go out and get a shortstop, at the deadline and a starting pitching because our starting pitcher, because obviously starting pitching is their kryptonite right now. If they go get one at the deadline, like forget about it, dude, they're, they're one of my front runners for the world series. Like that's how good I think Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado are. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. I know there's a lot of Cardinals haters out there, so hate me, but I, I mean, they added Wilson Contreras. It's just stupid. It's just stupid that yeah. they're, they're a good team. And, and yeah. like I said, the Cardinals, I mean, Wilson Contreras, obviously a little bit different because he wasn't brought up by the Cardinals, but it doesn't matter who they bring up. They're good. And you've never heard yeah. about them. They just do things the opposite way. All right. So now that we've named our, our way through the standings, we have to pick a World Series winner. And I'm still not decided on this, so I'll let you go first. <laughs> I got the Yankees over the Phillies. So you got the Yankees winning the World Series. Mm-hmm. I think... And I have, it's just one of those things. I like to have a hunch. I like to go out on a limb. So I think the American League team that loses the World Series will be the Seattle Mariners. I love it. It's like, it's a dark horse thing, right? They're coming out of the mm-hmm. wild card and they get hot. It's, I like to do something like that because it's always like, you picked them. Yeah, right. Yeah. I did. Right. Um, but on the National League side, to me, I, I just, I, we were just talking about these teams and I narrowed one down. I'm not going to say it, but, it's coming out of the East. It's either going to be Philly or Atlanta. 
That's where I'm at. It's going to be Philly or Atlanta. I think the Mets will met. Uh, I don't like, you know, yep. just throwing that out there, but I think they will in some way or another. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Atlanta's just so solid. I think they they didn't make it back. I think they really want to. Philly just got better. Trey yeah. Turner's a difference maker, man. Absolutely. It's like you were one win away, and then you went out and got Trey Turner, who I have believe a lot in. <laughs> Let's keep <laughs> moving on so we can tell you why we have that, or I have that. Let's go on to player rewards. Player awards, we've got rookie of the year we'll start with. American League, Gunnar Henderson, Masataka Yoshida, Anthony Volpe, Tristan Casas, Royce Lewis. Those are kind of amongst your favorites as far as the odds go. Who do you have in the American League? I got Anthony Volpe. So you've got the number. I think he breaks camp. I think he's. Yep. Number three guy. I went with the easy pick here and I picked Gunnar Henderson. Mm -hmm. Um, We've already seen it. So it's, it's an easy pick. Yeah. Um, But I could also see Josh Jung. um, That's funny. What I type. (laughs) Josh, (laughs) Josh Jung, Anthony Volpe or Tristan Casas. I really like as well. Um, But to me, I, I just, I went with Gunnar Henderson. It was the easier pick. Yeah. Um, National League, uh, the the odds favorites are Corbin Carroll, Jordan Walker, Miguel Vargas, Kodai Senga. So we've got a you know Corbin Carroll and then a bunch of teams that we said are making the postseason. And I we've already talked about three of those guys on this episode. Well, mm-hmm. did we bring up Kodai Senga or was that before nah, we hit record? I, yeah, that oh, was before we hit record. Yeah, yeah. Who do you got in the National League? Corbin Carroll. Same guy I got. Uh, dude, you just get the big money. I mean, there's obviously more than he's fast that they like. So, right. you know, it's kind of hard to bet against a guy like that uh, when you're talking odds. So, very well could be any of those other guys. Like, that to me is a is a really, like, it's it's probably going to be somebody who's not even on that list. Yeah. Um, like I said, Josh Jung, who wasn't on that list, right? Yeah. Um, Cy Young, uh, the American League odds. Jacob DeGrom, Garrett Cole, Alec Manoa, Dylan Cease, Shane Bieber. I went with Dylan Cease for the White Sox despite not picking them in the division. Um, <laughs> man, I just I just thought he was really good last year. Yeah. And I just think something clicks for one more year and he comes out of that thing looking pretty good. Yeah. Who do you got? I got Garrett Cole. Has he won one yet? No. Oh, no? No. Okay. Too many home runs, you think? Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> you heard that they're going to crack down like a little bit pick, more on but... sticky stuff. <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry. It's just what pick I made. Oh, man. Moving on to the National League. <laughs> the National League odds are Sandy Alcantara to uh, uh, repeat. Corbin Burns, Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer, Spencer Strider. Those are your favorites. Who do you have? I got Spencer Strider. He's legit. And mm-hmm. you said... In order for the for you know Atlanta to, to overcome the Mets, they're going to need a Spencer Strider. Yeah, um, uh, I I said over the Phillies, but yeah, you're right. So speaking of the Phillies, I'm going to go with Aaron Nola. I think it's I think it clicks. Yeah, all of it. Um, they had a taste of that thing, man. They won it all. MVP now AL odds: Shohei Otani, Mike Trout, Aaron Judge, Julio Rodriguez. I went with Mike Trout. I went with Otani. So there we are. I'm just getting Trout back up there. I think he's getting a little disrespected right now. He's still the best player in the game. So I don't I don't care. 
you could put Shohei in front of him and I'll be like, that's cool. <laughs> that's as the best player it's in just, the game, right? Yeah. You could yeah. you could tell me that and I'd be like, I'm not gonna argue against you. But these yeah, people I, that got Mookie bets above Mike Trout, I'm sorry. It's still Mike Trout. Yeah. I love Mookie. He's a great player. It's still Mike Trout for me. Yeah. And maybe it's just because he's been, you know, always banged up a little bit. Watch for 40 homers for Mike Trout you this can, year. You can you can tell me Aaron Judge too. And I'm I Maybe Mike that's Trout. who it is. Maybe that's who they put in front of him. I'm still going Trout. It is. It, it is. is. Yeah. He was number two. Aaron Judge Aaron Judge was one and Mike Trout was two. Where was Shohei? Shohei was one. Was it one, two, and three then? Yeah. Trout was three. I know that. Okay. Okay. Uh, anyway, National League, the odds are Juan Soto, Ronald Acuna Jr., Mookie Betts, Fernando Tatis Jr. It's just really interesting that Fernando Tatis Jr., who won't even be able to start the season with the team, right. is, is like fourth on the odds. I think He's not going to play a good outfield. This, this league doesn't care right now. I know. So who do you got in the National League? I have Matt Olson. He's blowing up this spring, and I think he continues. Not not the pace he's going now, but I think he continues it. And this is how Atlanta takes the division for me. I think it's gonna be close between them and the Phillies. And you got the Mets just completely buried. No, I do not have them buried. I have them making the playoffs right behind Philly. <laughs> yeah, but like they're projected to win. I mean, not according to Fangraphs, but all these games, and you're just saying. It's going to be the Phillies. Philly just did the, I just think they just did enough, man. It's hilarious that I'm sitting here trying to talk you out of that when I'm going to turn around and say that my Cy Young winner <laughs> was Aaron Nola and my MVP is Trey Turner, and I still have them <laughs> in third place in the division. Trey Turner is – he went from 28 home runs and 21, playing for two different teams. He hit 21 last year at Dodger Stadium, which is not a – that's a pitcher park. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to Philly, which is a hitter-friendly park. He will hit thirty home runs. He will steal thirty bases. And he is be very smooth doing so. Yeah, of course. And <laughs> then, as I was making this pick, I thought, "Is this dumb? Like, should I be going with I? My my gut was also telling me Austin Riley from from Atlanta. And then I thought, of course, Acuna is in the list. He's number two on the list. Matt Olson, Michael Harris. If he if he continues from that. So I'm like all Braves over here in my head, and I was like, it's Trey Turner, man. This was the best. When I looked at Trey Turner, I was like, he has to go to the Phillies. That's the best spot for him. So, of course, I have to double down on that. Mm -hmm. I got to go with Trey Turner. And then I watched the WBC this week, and he's absolutely lighting the whole thing up. Grand slam, two home runs. What are you going to do? It's Trey Turner. Yep. Explode. One of the top five players in baseball at the end of the year. Everybody's going to say, what were we doing? (laughs) (laughs) all right um that's it man we made it through let us know what your picks are i want to know your rookie of the year your Cy young your mvp because those are the easiest things to get wrong and give me your give me your your world series pick at least you don't have to pick your old divisions pick our division standings right when you when you and youtube if you're on youtube right below here give me the nl central division standings your world series pick mvp Cy young you don't have to do rookie of the year because that's crapshoot give me those and then of course like subscribe (laughs) and if you're listening to us in the audio version click subscribe click follow whatever it is on there that you do and let's get into our pirates specific stuff here as we finish this thing out here win total this is the big thing 
How many games are the Pirates going to win this year? Everybody wants to know what what everybody's picks are, and everybody's been pretty close to each other. Mm-hmm. I'm the uh, so there's the DraftKings Sportsbook has the Pirates win total bet at sixty eight and a half. Let's start with this: Are you over or under? Over. I am also over, and I don't think that's a surprise. That's a pretty low number compared to what everybody thinks is going on here. Yeah. I believe there will be some unders for sure. Um, but I think that for the most part, people are going to be over that, whether they're not very far over it or otherwise. Fangraph's projections have them at 72 and 90. What do you got, Jake? I got them at 78 and 84. Okay. So last year, Jake, if you remember, you picked this Pirates team to win 77 games. Okay, so I'm being more realistic this year. <laughs> You're staying pretty consistent with your number. Here's my argument, because I am right around the same thing that I was last year. <laughs> um, I picked 72 last year, I think, or maybe 73. Um, and I still think we're right around there, because last year we said these are the things they're going to do, and they did not do them. We still had Josh Van Meter way too long. Anthony Alford wasn't cut long before anybody ever knew his name. Yoshi played for this team at all. <laughs> like, there were clear things that we were like, you have to do these things and you'll get to this spot. And they did none of them. Yeah. Not none of them, but they did none of them. <laughs> for the <laughs> sake of arguing. O'Neill Cruz should have came up before he did. That yeah. would have made a big difference. There was a number of things that we thought were going to happen that didn't happen. And I think that was a big difference in that win total last year. And you think that's going to happen again this year? I don't think that's going to happen again this year. I think this year they come through with what I thought last year was. I think this oh, year is you. what I thought last year was. I'm going to go just because I want to be optimistic. I, I, I want to be like, I want to be optimistic. I am a fan. I want to show hope. I want to show that they made a big move. I'm going to go with 73 and 89. Even though, like, I, I've looked over this schedule and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I think there are some runs that are going to bury. And I think that's a problem. Um, and I think that's how we don't, like, I think that this team is going to show you at times, you're like, they might go 500. But that's going to be like for a week or two. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and they're ultimately not going to get there. But you're going to see a lot of growth. And I'm going 73 and 89 because I think they can avoid... Uh, I think they can avoid 90 losses. I last year picked an 11-game like increase or whatever. I think. That doesn't seem right. Either way. Maybe it was 9. I like 9. But I'm going that. I'm going a big one. I think this is a big difference. So I think 73 and 89. Um, and I think their I think their ceiling is close to where you are. I think their floor, yeah. I mean, I think they could be, I think they could be worse than this. I don't think it gets lower than like 95 losses, but I think that's the floor. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, I, I feel like our our pitching is gonna take that step forward. And we've added a lot at first base that we were missing all of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Bryce Wilson, Zach Thompson last year. Neither mm -hmm. one of those guys will get starts this year. Right. Whether Vince Velasquez is one of those two, I don't know. But 
I think I think the catching position becomes better this year. Offensively at, at least, yeah. Yeah. And defensively, what we had last year from Roberto Perez, hopefully we can get from Hedges for more than twenty one games. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? As far as like, you know, I have no problem if Hedges catches Keller every game. You know? Right. Give me that guy. All right. So now let's move into some predictions here. We've got our wins out of the way. By the way, I've I've got the the Cubs right around where you are. Just for the just since we did we we held that back, I've got them around 77, 78 wins. I can I can literally see us being split by three games. Yeah. Two, three games. Like, yeah. It's gonna be close. Um so here we go. Let's do um milds and wilds. My last year's predictions. Do I not have yours or did you not have any? No, you you don't you didn't write them down. I don't Oh, I don't maybe know. you I didn't even... have any team ones. You didn't have any like team specific ones because we didn't change that. I think that's what it was. Um, so I one of mine was six debuts, and there was 13. And I had a wild prediction uh was that the pirates would not finish dead last in homers. I brought that up last week. They finished 19th, so we actually hit that one. Um but once again, as we go through these milds and wilds, milds are things that we're like, hey, we think this is like, we think this is a pretty good chance. It's going to be close, but this is a good chance that this is going to happen. Or I definitely think this is going to happen, which is why it's mild. And then the wilds are like, mm, there's a chance, but it's an outside chance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here we go. Um, I'll go ahead and start off here. Um, and I'm going to cheat a little bit. And backtrack because my mild for last Friday was more of a team prediction, right? So I'm going to double down on this one. It's going to be one of my milds here. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and call for another player mild because I didn't get, I didn't really, I kind of copped out there. And I'm going to predict that Austin Hedges hits a home run before the home opener. <laughs> Just for the memes. We're playing three games in Cincinnati and three games in Boston, two of the easiest places to hit home runs, right? Mm-hmm. he's going to get one of those cheapy home runs either in Boston or Cincinnati. Cincinnati, I mean, it's just easier to hit home runs, but maybe one of those cheap ones in, in Boston that that's only a home run at Fenway Park and nowhere else. <laughs> either dead center or down the line, one of the sides, right? Dead center? Dead center. There are There was a home run hit just in the last month of the year. Dead center that's only a home run at Fenway. I would have never guessed that Fenway's dead center was hard to hit. It's like 400 feet with a 20-foot wall. That's over a little bit. Dead center comes in a little bit. If you hit it in that little, like, little nut, like, the wall keeps going out, but what's in front of that, you can hit it, like, 396 and hit it out of dead center. Something like that. Okay. Uh, And obviously, anything over the monster, you get the right launch angle, you can hit. Yes. They mark that thing at 310. It is not 310. And the pesky pole, like, I mean, it's hard for a righty, but... That's yeah. a joke sometimes. So yeah. there's some cheapy home runs at Fenway. I yeah. actually looked this up this week. I had a conversation with somebody. I just didn't realize dead center would be one of the cheapy ones. Yeah, if you look up uh, Wood at Dong on Twitter, where they <laughs> always say, like, he hit this home run or this fly ball that uh-huh. that is a home run in 15 out of 30 ballparks. If you look at September, there's like 13 of them that are flyouts and one home run, but... They're all like, this would only be a home run at Fenway Park, and one of them's dead center. Hmm. So anyway, Austin Hedges, just for the memes. So my first one, obviously, is from last week. The Pirates will have three different hitters reach 20 home runs. I'm not going to go into it. We already did. Listen last <laughs> week's show if you want to hear me like break that down. But three three hitters will hit 20 home runs. 
What do you got? I'm going to flip to the other side of the ball, and I'm going to say we're going to have three pitchers get reach that 150 strikeout mark. Okay. It's kind of like a hot button last week on our players. Like, will this guy get 150? Will this guy get 150? Mm-hmm. And we both had Keller and and Brubaker going over there. So do you know who the third one is? Are you, are you think, predicting that? I think that, Contreras. Or just... I think Contreras gets there. Okay. I had Contreras leading our team in strikeouts. David Bednar. 55 innings pitched, 150 strikeouts. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? The immaculate season. <laughs> All right. Team ERA last year was 466, 26th in Major League Baseball. This year, this is another mile. This year, the Pirates improved that ERA by 50 points. Still in the bottom half of the league, but much improved. Rank around 20th, give or take a couple. 50 points better in team ERA from 466 to 416 or better. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So I do not have a second one. You don't have a wild at all? No, I didn't have a second one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I was like, I thought you had a wild. All right. So wild, my, I'm going to go. I'll just go. My wild prediction, we both have one of these, right? Yeah. You know what? Go ahead because this kind of goes into one of mine. Could you do yours? I think the Pirates will finish in the top half of the league, so 15th or higher, probably close to 15th, uh, in home runs, team home runs. So last year that would have taken 171, and we had 158. Yeah. Now, not that it'll take 171 again, but... Right, right. Okay. I mean, I just think the the power we have... 15th or better, right? Yeah. 15th or better in home runs, team total home runs. All right. I think we're going to get more power from first base and catcher. Yeah, and yet, and, hedges and yet you still said that's wild. Or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. You still said it's a long shot. Mm-hmm. All right, so I have the Pirates will have a winning record in the month of June. They play the Cardinals, A's, Mets, Cubs, Brewers, Marlins, and Padres in that month. A couple of those teams they play twice, like two different series. I think the... Probably the Cardinals and or Cubs and Brewers, Cardinals and Brewers. Um, obviously, with the A's and the Cubs and the Marlins, you've got some like matchups there. Sure, you got Cardinals and Mets and Padres, which is why this is wild. Mm-hmm. And Brewers, and I have them coming out of the month of June, which is Brian Reynolds' month, if you remember. I have them coming out of it over five hundred. Maybe that's the month that Andy. Kind of gets his feet wet maybe at the end of May or in the middle of May. And then June kind of breaks out and they go on a little bit of a streak saying, this isn't, you know, this isn't what you, you we're not who you thought we were. <laughs> maybe Velasquez or or something happens with that. And we, and we see a little Oviedo or Ortiz, a little fire, a little fire lit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Harleen Garcia comes back. I, by the way, August is going to be very hard. <laughs> Not only do we have young guys and they talk about the dog days, but that's a month. That's not a fun month, I don't think. And I think this is where we kind of, you know, I told you I looked at the, you know, at the schedule and I didn't mm-hmm. like it. Brewers, Braves for four, both teams for four. And then the Reds, but then Mets, Twins, Cardinals, Cubs for four, Royals. So there's a little bit in there, but the. Uh, <laughs> A little bit of a gauntlet in there with the with the Braves for four, Mets for three, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So August and, and it's August, right? 
And if you're not in the race and it's August, it starts to get rough. So anyway, that's that's it. That's our wilds. Month of June, 500 record, finishing the top half in home runs. Probably because they had a bunch of them in June. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so uh, they're out there now. Let us know yours, but the predictions are out there. What do you think? You feel good about this? I don't ever feel good about the predictions. What about the win total prediction? Because that's like the hot button there. What do you think? I, I mean, I think what I what I said. Could I mean, do I think you it's think? Possible. Do you see? Do you see one out of ten odds? One out of ten chances, whatever you want to call it. The chance, uh, ten being, it's definitely going to happen. One being, it'll never happen. Yeah, I get how scale works. Well, sometimes you could say one being good and ten being bad. <laughs> I'm just giving it to you. Yeah, yeah. Pirates finish the season over 500. I'd say it's a three to four out of ten. I'll go two Maybe. to three. <laughs> yeah, I'll stick with three. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't mean that it's not going to be good. Um, it's just not like there's a lot of unknown. I, I It still could be a successful season. We know what this looks like, uh, what it should look like. I think 2024 is that season where we do that, but I, there's still too much for me. You know what I mean? Not knowing mm -hmm. what's going on in this outfield, not knowing what we're getting at second base. The catching position has a lot of work to do because Andy's not going to be there right away. And if Andy's there, what does it look like? But we're trending in the right direction here. Mm -hmm. And as much as I, as much as I want to, to put more on my win total, I just had a hard time doing it. Right. I got blown out of the water last year when I said 70, what I say, 71, 72, whatever it was I said, and, you know, thought that they were not going to lose 100 games. Now, granted, I wouldn't have played Yoshi, but they did, so whatever. <laughs> but, and right. others, and others. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Like, they could have avoided that. Yeah. They could have, just not playing Yoshi would have avoided, he had a negative war. So if they play somebody else who had a zero war, they they win, they lose ninety nine, <laughs> so it's all it took. But I just think they're not going to be motivated to do certain things that, that I know they're talking about winning. I'm not convinced yet that that they're that they're there. Convince me this year. Yeah. Neither one of us called for a Brian Reynolds trade. No. No. Okay. Send us your win totals. That's the biggest one for me. All these other ones are fun, but like, send us your win totals. And let us know. Put it put it in the YouTube right below this thing. How many games do you think the Pirates are going to win? I want to see how many 62s we get. <laughs> how many unders we get on that 68 and a half. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. It's been a lot of fun. That's all we have for today. Yeah. Let's go Bucks. Let's go Bucks. Thanks for listening to my dad and Uncle Jake on the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bridge the Number Two Bucktober. Don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are released. Clear the deck, cannonball coming, and let's go, Bucks! <laughs>